Well, hello, my friends, and good Thursday morning to you. Thank you for being with us today. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. I have a story for you today about when I first got saved. I started reading the scriptures, and I had a clear understanding of it for the very first time because of the power of the Holy Spirit interpreting it for me. But I made a mistake, and what I did was I, was like, I started reading it in almost a how-to manual. And so I started making a list, whether it was written on paper or mentally, I don't remember exactly how it was, but I know for sure that I had a list and it was the, it was my new life. These are the things that I was going to start doing. And these are the things that I wasn't going to do anymore. And I'll tell you, I, I gave it the old college a try and I, I tried real hard to, to be good and to do those type of things. But what I found in just a very short time, as a matter of fact, that even though I had a, a for real born again experience, uh, things had changed in my life dramatically, spiritually uh, and eternally as well. But for some reason, no matter how hard I try, I kept stumbling and falling and not quite getting it right. That became a great discouragement for me because then I even started doubting. It's like, well, and, and so what does that mean? Am I even saved then if I can't get this right? What is the problem? Well, this week we're talking about this understanding of then, now, and always. And so what I don't think that I quite had understood in those days was the forgiveness, that God's, the forgiveness of God isn't just uh, when I'm a good doing good or, or when I'm trying hard and getting it right. But this, the forgiveness of God is uh, past, present, and future all time, eternal, in fact, uh, forgiveness. It is the understanding that I am never going to get there in a perfection type of way. I'm never going to be able to try hard enough, and I'm never going to quite get it right. But thanks be to God, everything, everything that I needed for full forgiveness, permanent forgiveness, was nailed to that cross of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. You know, just to back it up, I, the story about me is just one of millions that have experienced that same type of thing. And so we'll turn to Scripture because that's where God was writing the story of my, of my failure, of maybe your failure, but the failure of so many through the pen of the great missionary, the great Apostle Paul. Now we look up to people in Scripture because of what God did in their life and certainly in Paul's life, of who he was and God transformed him just in a moment uh, from who he was into who God desired him to be. And he accomplished such great things for the Lord. But in the middle of the book of Romans in chapter 7, he starts sharing a personal thing with us. And I think it's really helpful for us in this day when we're looking at our own lives. And perhaps you're getting a little discouraged with your own self of not being able to live up to what you know God desires in your life. Well, take heart today, take encouragement then, because the great Apostle Paul wrote these words, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do, and what I hate to do, I do do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin that is living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature. That's not what God is doing, but what is remaining of our old selves. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. 
For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. You see, we are new people. We are born again. We are a new creation uh, when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, when we realize and recognize Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we repent of our sins and we turn them over to him. We do not walk away from that cross then saying from this time out, I am going to be perfect. No, it is a progressive nature of the work that God is doing in our lives, taking off the old self and putting on the new. But it is not to be misunderstood then that our sins, our new sins, are going to be held accountable, or are we going to be accountable for them again? It is the permanent then, now, and always nature of a repentant heart when we bring that to the cross for the very first time, the work is done. Not because we're getting it right, not because we'll ever get it right, but because God has done it perfectly and eternally on the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul goes on to say, I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. So the answer, what is the answer to this? Paul says, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? And the answer, my friends, is thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, the victory is not when we get to a point in our lives when we're so polished up that we can appear to be really holy and really good in front of other people. The victory in Jesus Christ is when we admit that even though we are born again, even though our, our uh, eternal home is in heaven, we are still living in these bodies and we're never going to be quite perfect. And so the victory is not trying to be perfect. The victory is when we seek the perfection that is only found in Jesus Christ and start living through him and for him. In that understanding then, we spend all of our time in the shadow of the cross, the eternal place of forgiveness. Our sins were nailed there then our sins are still nailed there now. And our sins will always be nailed there because the forgiveness of God is always there, always present and eternal. And so folks, I hope that this is an encouragement for you today and it finds the ears of people who uh, are like me, who's never gonna get it right. But it's not that I say, hey, I'm never gonna get it right so we won't worry about this sin but as an encouragement to myself and to you that each and every time that we do have these obvious uh, disclosures of that we're not quite there, that once again, we revel in the cross and we do tell God of our sorrow, of, of failing perhaps once again, 
but because of God's um, forgiveness that is always, we don't have to stay there. Because like Paul, we say, who will free us from these wretched things that we do? Christ Jesus, who died and who now lives, and who now sits at the right hand of the Father as the great advocate, saying, even in these mistakes, this one's with me. So folks, let's say a prayer today and, and let's revel in that today, the forgiveness that has been won for us by our good Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Father Heaven, I, I thank you again, as we always do, uh, for this day, this moment, this time in, that you've given us to just kind of look over the scriptures again, maybe as we're heading out into our day, perhaps for some people as we're finishing our day. But whatever the case, Lord, let it fall deep into the um, fertile soil of the heart that you are now toiling, uh, tilling, being pre preparing for this word. So God, let us uh, never be beat up uh, by our failures, but be lifted up by your forgiveness and the completion of all good things on that cross. We pray these things in the name of him who is our King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Take care, my friends. Have a good Thursday, and God willing, we'll see you tomorrow on Friday. Bye.